Today's show is pre-recorded. everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show man oh man oh man i thank god for it i thank god for all he's done for me for all the little things that i oftentimes uh fail to thank him for that i take for granted for you know uh i was i was talking the other day to a buddy of mine we had gotten to this conversation about God and, uh, and, and in the conversation we had narrowed it down and we were talking about changing the way we are as people. You know that everybody has to change. You know, nothing stays the same. Everybody changes. And uh, a lot of these changes can be for the good and a lot of them are just, they just come with time. You know, sometimes it's aging that changes us. But, no matter how old you get, you still have the ability to improve as a person. You may not have the foot speed you used to have. You may not be as agile as you used to be. Uh, you, your energy level may not be what it used to be. Your desire to do some of the things that you used to do may be gone. The thing that doesn't have to change and will not change is you. You have the ability to continue to grow as a person. Even when Father Time and nature has taken its course, we were talking about everybody 
can change. And everybody has uh, the right to reinvent themselves as they get older. And I equated it to jumping out of an airplane. You know, there are some people, man, who get to a certain point in their life and they and they jump from the airplane is now almost a, 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 a stunt of some kind. It's almost like they lifed and got out of control. You ever seen somebody jump out of an airplane and, and the parachute don't open and their life start and it seems like they start spinning and tumbling and they can't get it together? And I've seen some mid-air rescues before, but then there are times when we, you know, when it hasn't worked, you know, you jump out that airplane, and 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 at first it's fun. I, I've never skydived before, but I would imagine when you first jump out of an airplane that they people describe it as a a sense of being free, and it's exhilarating when you first jump out the plane. But if you pull that cord and nothing happens, I I've never happened to me, but I can only imagine the panic that's got to set in because no matter how fun it was a moment ago, the, the, the flying over to one another, the holding hands in the air, the, the breeze, the, the, the descent, the, the, the feeling of all of a sudden, if you reach for that cord and it's not, not there, you're suddenly spinning out of control. And that's what happens in a lot of people's lives. When you first start your life, you jump out the plane, you're free, you're young, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But then you get to a certain point in your life when you go, okay, I'm going to pull the cord now. And pulling the cord is an important thing because here's the, the analogy my friend gave me. He said, man, use your mind like a parachute. It works better when it's open. Well, see, what happens with a lot of people is they they in life they jump out the plane and 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 they and they having this free fall and it's fun for now but they get to a certain point in their life where they got themselves in a situation or they've had a little bit too much fun a little bit too long or you know they wasn't open to nothing and they just did what they wanted to do or they started be, getting involved with drugs or drinking or started running with the wrong people. So you jump out the plane at first, you free fall and it's fun. But then after a minute, man, something happens and they realize, whoa, and they reach for the cord and the cord don't work. Well, now you're in a panic stricken situation. And my suggestion and what I've learned from the analogy that my friend shared with me is that we all, the sooner we can open our mind to God, the sooner we can develop that relationship with him. It's like pulling the cord and opening a parachute. If you open up your mind to God, God is like a parachute. You know, God can slow your descent. God can turn this out of control free fall into a nice ride for you. See, that's what happened to me. I was spinning out of control. I had gotten myself into a point, man, well, I wasn't doing real good. Oh, y'all would look at me and think, man, Stevie, man, no. I wasn't doing real good. I had spun out of control. I was I was in a free fall, and I reached for the cord, but I was so far away, the cord didn't open. Then I went to him, and I pulled the cord. 
when I went to God, I pulled the cord and it opened, and he slowed my descent. And this is what I just believe. I don't believe now that I age as fast as I was aging because I got that parachute open now. You know, I take better care of myself eating. I work out more now. You know, uh, I'm not out of control. I have a direction now. Uh, that wind then got up under that parachute a little bit, you know, and now I'm, 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 I'm going, you know, I'm still getting older, you know, so, but the descent is so slow now, I'm able to enjoy the ride. I'm, I'm guiding my parachute over. Sometimes we go over to a, to a vacation spot over here. We float back over to a, but you know, I'm still getting old. I'm still going, going down. And, but the descent, because I've opened my mind to God, the parachute has slowed my descent. And now I'm rocking back and forth, but I ain't spinning out of control no more. You know, I'm able to enjoy the view now. You know, when you jump out that plane and you and you pull that cord and, and it don't work, you ain't looking at the view no more. You're thinking of only one thing. How can I slow this down? Well, now I'm able to enjoy the view. I'm able to see all the beautiful things on the horizon that God has for me. I'm able to see all the beautiful things around me that he's provided for me over these years because I've slowed my descent. I use my mind like a parachute. It works better when it's open. Open your mind to God and so you can see the view, so you can slow the descent, so you can stop the out-of-control free fall that you've been on, that you can get your life together and see everything out on the horizon that God has for you. You know, it turned out to be a very true statement. Your mind, if you use it like a parachute, it works better when it's open, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to 2022. We've passed the stage of Happy New Year. This new year will be a great year if you claim it. I just want to keep reminding y'all of that. Live your life with great expectations. Claim healing. Claim victory. Claim prosperity. Claim good health. Claim it, y'all. Claim the relationships. Claim it. Claim peace. Claim it. Say it. Pray about it and claim it and then give, leave it over there, give it to God and walk away and go on about your business and watch what he do. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior, what's on your mind? Let me tell you something, Uncle. Let me ask you something. Um, I've been seeing yeah, all these. don't tell me nothing. <laughs> no, no, let me ask you something, Uncle. You see all these crazy, <laughs> all these crazy pastors out here, Uncle. Like I saw a video of pastors whooping members. Could you be part of that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? But I have to you... be on the on on I be have to be on the video as a whipper. <laughs> Not the whippy. You're gonna whoop the congregation yeah. though, though? Ah, well if I'm gonna be in the video, that's the only way it's gonna be. I don't understand these ignorant people following these ignorant pastors. Listen, man, what has happened now is pastors now is trying to top each other. Pastors just like TikTok. Now they're just trying to one up. Challenges? Started. Started. We're having a pastor challenge. You know, in a minute, they're going to be setting up, you know, milk crates in the church, seeing how high you can go up and keep the faith. You know, they're going to be doing all kinds of stuff. Started when that dude spit in his hand and spit on that boy's face. That started. Now they're in here. Now they're in here. Uh, 
Not 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 they in here whooping members. They doing they they took feet washing to a whole nother level. They got naked <laughs> women getting body washed by pastors. What that shit about? Oh, yeah, oh man, go online and see this here. They got naked women coming in there, sitting in tubs, and pastors is body washing them. A woman standing in front of a preacher with a towel on, she naked, and he he's washing her. For what? What with is the hand on the, the hand on back of one of her thighs, though? Boy, stop. Yeah, yeah. get that? it right here. This ain't church no more. What church is now then turned into an activity? <laughs> Well, what? what? Yeah. Didn't yeah. they bathe before they left but the house? The, the crazy part is, I don't care what you think of, you can get somebody to go along with you. That's right. the truth. And you got That's to, crazy. You, Apparently hey man, so. listen to me. And you can't, listen, listen. When Jesus spat in the man's eye, when he opened his eyes, he could see. That's why he if That's you why spit did. That's why Jesus did it. on so me, he was mm-hmm. a lot of stuff has to come out of this spit. I'm a billionaire mm-hmm. after I wipe this spit off. You know, <laughs> Something got to happen. All my fat is gone when I wipe this spit <laughs> off. You know, I have hair now when you spit <laughs> on me. It's a lot of stuff. The, the promise of what happens when you spit on me has to happen right here. I never had to go to the gym again. That might look like that. All right. Coming up. That ain't your promise when you spit on me. (laughs) Coming up next, we're going to the nephew to run that prank back at 32 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time to run that prank back with the nephew. What you got, Neff? No. I think we're going to repossess. I think we're going to repossess somebody's car today. That's what I think we're going to do. Jay, you ever been repossessed? It's time for repo. The repo man. Have I? The Not repo. only was I repossessed, Tommy, the car was parked where I had to ride the bus, and I would see my damn car every day because I didn't have money to get it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I damn sure went through that. It was painful. Yeah. It, Look at you now. it was at the finance company, and I'm riding the bus. Seeing my car and it was only sixty nine dollars to get it out. I ain't had it. <laughs> yeah, cussing right there. <laughs> Tommy, wow. I had a car taken cause of tickets. They told my uh-huh. car tickets. Three days of not getting the money. I got some bow cutters out of my daddy's garage. I went out there and cut the chain on the gate one night about three o'clock in the morning. Drove it right on up out of there. You stole your own car. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I didn't steal. You can't steal yours. <laughs> you sound, you sounding like OJ. <laughs> you sounding like OJ. That's making a no, point. No, you can't get me on another case. Now, they got me for trespassing. That was for damn sure they got me for that. <laughs> All right. All right. Tommy. Come on, cat dog. Repo, man. Repo. <laughs> Hello? I'm trying to reach a please. This him? How are you? My name is uh, Robert. I'm with the... Uh, Collection agency, you do own a uh, Sierra 2003 GMC truck, am I correct? Yep. Okay, we don't show that we've had any payments uh, within the last, I guess, about three, close to four months now. And we want to try and stop having to come in and repossess it. Maybe we give you a chance to uh, bring your payment in, but we haven't had a payment from you in about four months, sir. No, I didn't want to pay my truck, but I had changed from by now, so I'm with the other, uh, the other bank. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember them no more. Yeah, I've been paying all the time. It's direct deposit from my account. I ain't worried about that. Well, I 
I'm with they've they've turned you over to, to us. I'm with uh, collection agency, and we haven't gotten anything from. I don't, I don't show any uh, any paperwork here on the computer at all that we've had any payments made within the last four months. So that's why they. No, I've been paying it. And I, don't, I don't know how they turned it over to y'all without my permission. They can't never turn my my uh, my tires and my truck over to y'all and pay y'all. I don't even know y'all. Well, I understand that, sir. What happens is if you haven't paid it in a certain amount of time, it actually comes over to the collection agency, and that's what they've done. They've actually sent it over to us, uh, and they've given us uh, pretty much all the information on you. I guess it's a, a goldish type of color uh, Sierra 2003 GMC truck, from my understanding. Am I correct? Yeah, that's my truck. Okay. Um, now, what I'm going to need from you today, Jeremy, is for you to come in uh, and make a payment to us this evening for four months, so we can so so we don't have to come in and repossess your truck. And I don't want to have to do that. But I, if I have to send a wrecker out there to you, I have your address on file as well. I don't want to have to send anybody out to pick it up. Hey, hold on, partner. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Y'all not coming in my truck, and I'm not paying y'all for for no four months. I've been paying my truck no all time every month. That's a done deal. Sir, I don't want to get in a back and forth with you, but I'm telling you exactly how it's going to go. Now, I'll come out there and repossess it myself, but I'm telling hey, but, um, look, 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 partner, slow down. Look, that's not, that's not even um, where we got to go with that. Don't be, you don't need to be screaming and fussing and, and chaotic and come get it yourself and all that stuff. You ain't on my truck, my truck. That's going to be that. All right, wait, 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 hang on, let's back up, because I'm a man just like you, man. What do you mean it's going gonna, it's gonna to be that? What are you saying? I'm, what are you what are you what are you saying to me, son? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, no, son. Look, I'm telling you that I, I, I pay my truck note, and and that's a final. I, I don't know, I don't know who you. Well, let's get. I, I've already stated to you before. I'm with an agency, and let's get one thing straight. You don't tell me. I tell you. Now, hey, calm, hey, hey, dude, calm down. We're on the phone. It, it don't make no sense talking. You know, over the phone and whatnot. You can come. You can come get the truck. My truck right here at work. I'm right here. You can come. You can come try to get my. Sir, I'm already aware of where you work and the whole nine yards. Now, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to be as uh, cordial with you as I can. Now but you can. You're not being cordial. You talking about coming get my truck when I tell you I be paying my. Shit. So you know you should have dropped down and be like, all right, I'm gonna check with somebody else and check with somebody else and make sure I'm I'm right and then call me back. I'm telling you, you haven't paid anything. That's what I'm telling you. I've got it listed on the computer. You've been turned over, an agency, and you haven't done it. You haven't done it. It doesn't make any difference, sir. You're going to get repossessed tonight if I don't get four months payment. Brought, definitely. If I don't get four months payment brought into me, the collection agency, your truck will be taken care of. Before hold on, hold on. Listen, man, hold on. You quit cursing at me. That's what's wrong. You, man. What? man, you got me twisted. Look, look, my truck pulled right outside. You can come over here and get it. I'll be sitting on there waiting for you. Look, you know what? I'm at the point. I don't give a about this job. I'm ready to come kick your. That's what I'm ready to do. <laughs> Call him back, cat. <laughs> I don't need a little scared <laughs> hanging up the phone. You stand here like a man and you handle your problems. Hey, hold on. I, I'm at work. I can't be dealing with that man. I'm, I, mean, I gotta go back to work, bro. You stop calling my I'm phone. At, I, I'm at work too, doing my job the same way you're doing yours. Hey, well, well make your money. Do, do your job. Come get the truck. I got one more thing I want to say to you before you go. Are you listening? Man, I'm listening.
This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by sh. <laughs> <laughs> Out of here. Ah! No, you got you got all my teeth trembling. Uh, uh, man, you are you all right, man. <laughs> no, I'm not all right. I'm on, I'm on top of this roof, man. I'm, I'm talking to my cooler. I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, you got me about the Joe Budden. <laughs> trying to get to my truck. She oh, told man. me, man. She said that boy loved that truck. Yeah, that's my truck, man. I love my my, my own transportation, man. That's too much for the work. I ain't mad. Oh, man, you got my picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it, bro. You got it pretty good. Hey, I got to ask you, man, tell me, brother, what is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Oh, no doubt. Steve Harlem Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy. All right, nephew. All right, coming up, uh, it is Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in today's entertainment news, well, Tiffany Haddish speaks out about her recent DUI. And Donald Trump and, get this, Ray J had a business meeting down at Mar-a-Lago. But right now, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. Yeah, let that marinate for a minute. Right oh, now, it's time uh-huh, <laughs> to ask That's the... That's got a <laughs> As the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, ready for you. Marie in Philly writes, I'm engaged to be married and my side dude isn't happy about it. He's going through a divorce and thought I would always be there for him. His problem is that I hid my long distance relationship from him and finally told him I was six months away from getting married. Uh, he's popping up trying to catch me with my man here and there, and it's a big problem. I didn't bother him and his wife, so why won't he give me that same respect? Oh, come on. You know the rules, pretty Tony. <laughs> well, you know. <sighs> you want to be real gangster about it, you just tell your dude that this man keep popping up bothering you. That's one way to solve it. Mm. Secondly... You know, paying for what you've done is always a little more costly than you expect it to be. So hang in there and just know that this too shall pass. But there is payment for all debts owed. You feel me? Wow. So this little side dude you had, he now nah, he don't want to be on side no more. You got to pay for that. Because I'm pretty sure you didn't tell your fiance you had the side dude. So it comes to payment part of it. It's okay. Sides always want to be out front. They always want to be out front. Side piece. Want to move up. They always want to move up. We're moving on. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Carmen in Port Ritchie says, I've been married for close to 20 years, and my husband's hygiene has gotten bad lately. He used to be the man that would run my bath water, slide in the water with me, and then dry me off. Now it's a miracle if he washes up before he comes to bed. He thinks because we work from home, there's no need to to waste bath water or shower water. Is this a phase or or what? What? (laughs) Jesus. Well, I think, don't worry about it whether it's phase or not. Let's address the other problem. Hmm. He don't want to waste bath water. (laughs) Right. What? (laughs) 
where the hell, where the hell is y'all burying that in a cave? Where do y'all live next to a hot spring? What, where y'all getting this water from? A waste. He don't want to waste no bath water. Where y'all stay? How many, how many gallons is y'all allocated a day? Where are you at, though? That's the bigger problem. Now, the next problem is. If that's the excuse he's used for not washing up, yeah, that's the worst excuse. So he just tried for he don't want to wash up because that's the excuse. I don't want to waste bath water. That's I, a problem. I yes, don't sir, think that's the, I think the fact that he doesn't wash is the major what about problem. The, that's the deal the couple, breaker. A couple breaks ago, we talked about the church cleaning people. Why don't we send him to that church and he line up and get clean too? <laughs> he only does women. See, he don't. Don't nobody want to do him. Women. Don't nobody want to do men. <laughs> they just do it women. <laughs> you can keep your right. tile on, sir. <laughs> oh, oh, you can't watch me, huh? Uh-uh. No, no sir. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on to Wanda in New Orleans. Wanda writes, my 32-year-old son purchased a car in my name, and I found out when the bank called me. It caught me by surprise, and I didn't have any of the account information when I was talking to the collections agent. I told him I could have him arrested if he doesn't pay the bank. Would I be wrong if I did that? Mm. Well, he was wrong for doing it and not telling you. Uh, You know, I will tell you this. The only way they will do something about it is if you press charges. Other than that, you owe the money. I'm just going to tell you that I've been in that situation where someone took my name and used it for credit cards, and the only way I they would move forward, I had to press charges against them, and I wouldn't do it. Aww. So congratulations. You have to press charges against your own son. Or you can just go the old school route and just, you know, put a you know, $28,000 $28, ass whooping on it, you know. Wait, wait a minute. Can I ask a question? When does grown kick in? Because I thought 30 was grown. When When is it still your child doing childish stuff? When does grown kick in? Oh, no, 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 Tommy. It, uh, it has nothing to do with it. The age has nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's a level. You got two things you're working against, entitlement and ignorance. Okay. And when your children suffer from either one of those, you have a problem for quite some time. Next question, Shirley. Uh-huh. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, Johnny in Tennessee says, I'm in my mid-60s and my husband doesn't come home until the weekend. He has always been a truck driver and when he had the option to retire, he wasn't ready. I wanted us to finally have quality time together, but he said our marriage works better if we have time apart. Why doesn't he want to stay home? Hmm. Because he's, he's somewhere else during the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so weird. You're right. <laughs> Driving off long. See, he come home just on weekends. <laughs> just on weekends. So five days he driving a truck. Where he going? <laughs> For five days. And he come home just on weekends. That's it. He going somewhere else during the week. What a great life. It's okay. Yeah. Or, and, and that's not necessarily with somebody else. But it's just five days away from you. You don't think Damn. so, Steve? That he's with someone else? Look, I, think you got a whole I just family. told yeah. you, Shirley, in my original <laughs> answer. 
Uh-huh. He's with somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Right. But right. then he don't have to be with nobody else. He could just be through with her. I didn't sit in the car for hours in my driveway and wouldn't go in. I wish I had somewhere else to drive off to. I just drove around Dallas as much as I could. I was tired of going downtown and back out to Plato. Go downtown. You gotta name cities and everything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Driving around on six thirty-five. Just that's when you fed up. When you, when you hear uh, when you hear Driving uh, around six thirty-five. No, just going all down there by Garland. Yeah. Well, I'm down here. <laughs> Kept driving by the you. zoo, looking at that big ass giraffe outside. <laughs> Take your ass you. home. Oh wow! I'd rather drive back down to Desoto again <laughs> <laughs> and drive to Houston, Steve, <laughs> from Dallas. Wow. Well, she has no idea. She is clueless. Well, he ain't. Because she wants quality time together. Mm. You can get it in the, You can get it on on Saturday and Sunday. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> get it no other time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All down there by my ski ball. Get All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we've got entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tiffany Haddish sat down virtually on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Tiffany explained the night she was arrested for DUI, that was earlier this month, and her recent struggles with grief. She says, I've been praying to God to send me a new man, a good man, a good man. God went ahead and sent me four in a uniform. Uh, That's what Tiffany said. She said uh, she was reeling from several hardships, including her public breakup with Common and the loss of her grandmother. Uh, She also said, I'm definitely making something out of it. My next special is going to be about grief, and it's going to be hilarious. That ought to be funny. Yeah, that's what she said, figuring out how to process it. We can't wait. (laughs) You're going to do a grief stand-up, which is about an hour. Oh, my God. That's a lot of grief. It's going to be about grief. Y'all ready? No. Y'all yeah. ready? I don't. I don't believe that. It's just something else going on. No. She just like weed, has, and she got caught high. That, I mean, just own up Uh-oh. to it. Nah, that's well, what I she, see. It. But but yeah. she she may have that may have been the the, the situation. But um, she was grieving over the loss of her family member and of her breakup. Is what she's saying. Well, so well, that's well, why she went. Well, let me just give you a professional opinion of somebody who likes Tiffany Haddish. Oh, don't know. sit up and think you finna do a special based around grief and it's finna be funny because it's not. Trust me. Don't well, do that to says, yourself. My grief says, depresses me. Oh, she might be laughing. <laughs> but you finna, th- but I'm telling you right now, you finna throw some people into something. Well, like, isn't laughter the, you the best medicine, the healing and all that? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but now, okay, now hold on. Let, now, let's, let's, let's just go over this. Okay. I've lost both my parents and uh-huh. my brother. Uh-huh. Tommy has lost a parent. Yeah. Shirley, Carla, yes. Jay, all yes. lost parents. Yes, we have. Yes. Now, I've laughed about something that happened at my mother's funeral. Mm-hmm. But the that's that's it. I've managed one joke in 25 years. I've managed one joke in 25 years. 
about my mama's funeral. Nothing was funny at my brother's funeral. Nothing was funny about about my father's death. I, I couldn't find it. I ain't heard I ain't heard Richard Pryde do none. I ain't heard George Carlin do none. I ain't heard Jonathan Winters do none. Hey, hell, I ain't heard Bill Hicks do none. And he done went into some yeah, dark he, places. He do some real dark <laughs> I've just never I ain't never seen it. I ain't seen Chappelle do it, Rock do it, Kevin do it. I ain't seen Jay Anthony do it. I ain't seen Sid do it. I was on tour with the Kings. We talking about a whole hour. I ain't hour. heard one. What, well, boy? That ain't a subject. Hour. She, well, you well, know, let you. her do what she does. She says it's going to be hilarious figuring out how to process it. I'm pulling for that's you. That weed yeah. That's that weed talking, Sheridan. That weed will make you say that. That weed will make you say that. <laughs> Thank you, expert. Uh, all my, right. girl, my girl, Tiffany, who I happen to like a lot, do mm-hmm. your special. Handle it. I'm pulling for you. I'm a fan of yours. Mm-hmm. But yep. you're not fitting to do no comedy special on Greek. It <laughs> sounds funny to you right now, but it's going to be about it. All right. Okay. I just told you what I just this... tell you, Shirley. <laughs> I'm telling you what she said. You pay attention I have no to dog me. in this fight. I don't care what she says, Shirley. <laughs> listen, listen. I want to. I want. I want us to get to this story. It's about Ray J visiting and sitting down with Donald Trump. Okay, that happened earlier this week at Mar-a-Lago uh, to discuss Ooh, a few I initiatives. Tell you, this is a mistake. Don't do that. <laughs> you know. You know. You got a lot of grief from meeting. With Donald uh, Trump and, and listen, <laughs> speaking of grief, and uh, Ray J sat down with him earlier this week, and uh, he wanted to discuss a few initiatives that he would like to execute for entrepreneurs and young business professionals. Ray J also wants to help raise awareness for political issues that he's passionate about. He said he's always admired and respected Trump's business acumen. And um, he said our conversation was about job creation, encouraging small business development, and how information technology uh, plays an important role in the future of our economy. And Ray J said he's ex- he, he's ready to get started now. They've already scheduled a follow-up meeting to put into action many of the ideas that were discussed this week. Your thoughts, Mr. Harvey? Mm. Branded brother. I appreciate you going down there with all the best intended purposes. I went up there and asked to meet with Ben Carson, put me in touch with Ben Carson. I gave Ben Carson his only initiative he ever had while he was in a hood. I gave him the initiative of creating the vision centers. I call them vision centers. They changed the name to Envision Centers. If you go online, they opened up three of them. That was a Steve Harvey initiative that I went to get for black people. But after they talked about me and they asked me to come stand with them at the grand opening of what was my initiative of the Envision Centers, I said no. I'm not going up there and stand with a damn thing because black people have already laced my ass for going up there. Never asked me what I went for. So I recommend, Ray J, whatever you do, understand, brother. Appreciate you going up there. Good luck to you. Hope you do an initiative. They don't really give a damn about you like they do me, Ray J. So you probably ain't even... You, they ain't even said nothing about your damn visit. My ass was front page. Okay, yes, then. He has a All different right. platform, for sure. So we'll see what happens. Who got a different platform? Man. Ray J. Work my whole career. My whole career been for black people. 
the uplifting edification, wanting to be an example of a moral compass. Hurt by it, aren't you? A mentor? Hell yeah, hurt. By it. <laughs> <laughs> I know Crush you. Crush your I know spirit. Hit me, get off this did. radio show and take some. <laughs> Coming up in 20 minutes after, we'll look into the mind of one J. Anthony Brown right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's go. It's time for you to introduce your friend. Ladies and gentlemen, slipping <laughs> into <laughs> darkness. <laughs> All right, being a senior member on this show, I'd like to talk to our senior members who listen to the show. You got some problems out there. You might not be aware of them, but I am, and I want to help you with the problems that you have. If you have to start a story by saying, did I tell y'all this before? You've told it before. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear it again, okay? (laughs) All right, if you start up, did I tell you? Yeah, we've heard it before, okay? (laughs) All right, stop being the person who tells everybody who's dead. Don't nobody want to hear that, okay? Stop being the one with all the dead news, okay? Stop calling me up, telling me who's dead. I don't even know some of these damn people. (laughs) I ain't talked to them in 40 years. I don't know them. You can't make Did you me hear about Lucy Carter? That's what I'm talking about. That's that's it right there. Lord Jesus. Lucy He's Carter. dead. Oh, my God. To my senior members, ladies, ladies, I know you like, I know you like leopard print. I know you love it. I'm seeing it. I know you love it. I, I know you got a love for it. But you can't mix it up. You can't have seven or eight leopard prints. You just can't do it. It don't it don't flow. Leopard hat, leopard scarf, leopard blouse, leopard boots, and le- leopard there's too much leopard. You know, a, a real leopard is not completely covered with leopard. Right. Under that, there's no- a real leopard. <laughs> yeah, a real a real leopard. It's not covered with with a whole lot of leopard on them, all right? <laughs> all right. And older black people learn to use headsets or headphones or ear or earbuds. Stop holding your phone like it's a slice of pie and you talking in it so everybody can hear <laughs> yes. what the hell you talking about. Oh, okay? Talk. Stop holding your damn phone like, yeah, Are girl, you we down here. I'm at, the, I'm at the mall right now. And we, yeah, yeah. You come on down. Get you some earbuds, damn it, okay? Tell Earbuds. Learn how to use them. And last but not least, old black men, I got to talk to you. Street shoes do not go with every damn thing, okay? <laughs> I don't know if you know that. <laughs> street. <laughs> All right, street thank you, Jay. And a jogging suit. <laughs> thank you, Jay. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. One of the most monumental endeavors of Joe Biden's presidency is the retirement of Stephen Breyer uh, as it sets the stage for a very important decision by the president. Breyer's seat may be the only one that Biden fills on the Supreme Court, 
or it may not be one he fills at all if Republicans retake the Senate before Biden's choice for a replacement is confirmed. While on the campaign trail, Biden vowed to put a black woman on the Supreme Court. Amen. Which would be a historic first, of course. A short list of potential nominees has been circulating at the White House. And uh, before Breyer's retirement plans became public and officials have built files on the various candidates already. So they're already looking in case this goes down like, you know, they foresee it. Can I say something? Yeah. I think Biden should keep his mouth closed and quit talking about what he vows to do. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you think white men in the power structure in this country is fitting to sit and watch that happen without throwing the whole weight of the Senate and the party behind this one, you are set. Watch, look at what they're doing. They yeah. they don't give a damn about us, man. They don't Voting rights? No. Yeah. No. We're not doing mm-hmm. any of that. You're going to put a black woman on Supreme Court. Wh- what? But he said that during the campaign trail. That was one of his promises. And, you know, you got to promise things to people. To that you got to deliver. He's for trying you. to yeah. deliver on what so he promised. Right. So he yeah. said it. Yeah. We really, really hope it happens. Right. I have no faith in this judicial system we have <laughs> or yeah. political system. We I have none. I want it to happen. But, boy, let me tell you something. If we don't get out and vote in these midterms and change these senatorial seats around, and they not letting nothing go down. They they lock, stock, and barrel, man. They they one hundred percent united the Republican Party. Well, I was gonna say you party over talk the to people. The Democrats. <laughs> they can't organize either. The Democrats because yeah. they won't stick no. together. Yeah, but some of the Democrats ain't Democrat. Mansion down in West Virginia ain't no Democrat. Yeah, you on a Democratic <laughs> ticket. But, here but he's stopping voting rights. He's against mm-hmm. that. Yeah, he's against all that. <laughs> oh yeah, cause he's yeah. a plant. Yeah, him it's and the slickest move Arizona. they've ever done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very true. This is really sad. But, but I, we got to keep I, voting, like you said, Steve. We got to put people I in I do power. look forward to a black <laughs> the woman. The mere though. mention of a black woman. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying it. I'm with you, Shirley. I look forward mm-hmm. to that, too, to the I day. To a black yeah, woman deserves black to be yeah, on the Supreme Court. On there. And yeah. just one. No. No, he ain't black, though. No, you don't. Let me get in this now. Clarence Thomas. No, you don't. No, you have a black figurine. Yeah. Yeah, you have a black figurine in there. Tanned a lot. Ain't nothing black about Clarence Thomas. So we're going to be watching to see what happens with this story. And, you know, it's a good time to remind People to get ready to vote. The midterms are coming. The midterms are coming. Get your minds right. Seriously. Yeah, because you remember the last Supreme Court justice, well, one of the last ones, Kavanaugh. Remember all that, all that he did. He's Mm -hmm. on the Supreme Court bench Mm -hmm. right now. And remember how they rushed everything through to get him on? Yeah. Everything. They broke all Mm -hmm. kinds of rules to get him in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's why you got to vote. That yeah. is why you got to vote. Yeah. Whenweallvote.org. Get registered. Hey, we are Let's going go. To vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say, Steve? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we are going to vote. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard they try to make it for us. They're making it hard. Have to. They're making it very hard. 
Yeah. Voting rights. Something so simple as voting rights. You're trying right. to stop oh, wow. democracy and freedom <laughs> yeah. and rights. This is great. In 2022. Mm-hmm. This is absurd. Yeah. But but it changed when we came out to vote. They mm-hmm. saw our power then. You know, like you say a lot, That's Steve. It. But Correct. anyway, whenweallvote.org. All right. Up next, the prank phone call as we change gears. The nephew is here right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, and the subject is a masterpiece without peace or a piece. We'll get into it. You'll see what we'll we'll break it down for you in just a little bit. But right now, it is time. (laughs) Think about it for the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? What you got? I got paper clips, Shirley. Paper clips. Paper clips. Yeah. Don't Hmm. that sound harmless, right? Yeah, I I have no idea what that means. Okay. Okay. All right. Take a listen, cat dog. Let's go. Paper clips. Travel. I'm trying to reach Veronica. This is she. Hi, Veronica. How you doing? My name is Philip. I'm from uh, Corp. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How can I help you today? You were with the company uh, here. Uh, uh, let's see, you just left about, what, six months ago? That's correct. Okay, and you left with a severance, am I right? That's right. I'm sorry, who am I speaking with? Uh, Philip. My name is Philip. Philip. Uh, I'm actually calling on some security questions and wanted to reach out to you. Now, you, you own your own travel agency now? That's correct. Okay. Um, now you actually left with a severance uh, when you when you left the company. Is that right? That's right. Okay. And how long were you actually with? Uh, I was there for eight years. I'm sorry. Who am I speaking to again? My name is Philip. I'm with security. And what can I do for you, Philip? Uh, well, we got we have you 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 started this business now. Did you start it before you left? Philip, I started this business after I left there. You started it after you left there? That's correct. One month. One month after you left there. Okay. So the reason why I'm giving you a call, and I've been, you know, we've gone through some security tapes and things of that nature. We're, we're, we're missing so many rims of paper. We're missing thousands of paper clips. We're missing so many office supplies. And it's been brought to the security's attention that it's targeting that you are the person that has taken all of this, this uh, office. I'm sorry? Let me, let me get this right, Philip. You are calling my place of business, asking me if I have used paper clips and paper. I have customers in my establishment right now. I can't talk to you about this. Okay, ma'am, listen. I know that I'm sorry for calling your place of business, but I want to say this. We're at, we're at the, uh, of the point of actually picking you up behind items that have been taken from the company. So I wanted to call and see if we could get it taken care of over the phone. Now, mm-hmm. if you got to go, then I'm going to have to actually come out to your business, and that's something that I'm trying not to do. You know what? Hold, hold on one second. You hold that on. Who the f- is this on my phone talking about some damn paper clips? I have been gone from there for six months, and you calling me now about some paper and some what? Paper clips, ma'am. We're we're missing at least five thousand paper clips. You, you, I'm gonna you, tell you what you can do. Miss. I have been out of that company for six months. I worked for y'all for eight years, and you all let me go. I didn't take anything from you. Okay. Have you ever used any paper or any paper clips outside of, of? Have you done that? Of course, I use paper every day. I run a business. Okay, but you're using our paper for your own personal business, your travel agent or whatever it is that you have. You're using office supplies. 
that right there is against the law. Oh, no, I will go and buy you some damn paper clips. Okay, well, we don't want paper clips, ma'am. Now, we've given you a severance play, and from my understanding, it's been a substantial amount. And right now, is going to be filing charges and taking you to court over these paper clips and paper. I'm going to tell you what you can do with them 5,000 paper clips. I'm going to paper clip them together and hang you off for buy your I ain't steal no damn paper clips. You're going to call me six months later talking about some paper and paper clips. Okay, ma'am, I, I, I don't want to go this back and forth. Philip. I'm sorry? This is some Philip. So. Are you wanting to return all the merchandise? Because it looks like... I didn't take no merchandise. I don't have to steal nothing from y'all. I worked for you for eight years. Talking about right. I stole and, something. And I was employed years, a year. For eight, for eight years, you stole paper, paper clips. You stole office supplies, scissors, masking tape. You have taken markers, pens. We got it I down to a I don't know what videotapes you got, Philip. I ain't steal nothing from y'all. I was employee of the year. You all gave me a severance package. How dare you call me six months later? You can take them paper clips and shove them up your behind. Excuse me? Are we done here? No, we're not done here. So take no, your videotape I... and your paper clips and your scissors, and you know what to do with them. No, no, I, I don't, ma'am. Now, listen, what we're going to have to do is you're going to get served right there at your travel agency. Where are you located? Excuse me? Oh, you know what? I'm going to give you my address because you come over here. I got some scissors for your Philip. I don't have time for this. You want my address? You can come on over here. Look it up. Google we me. Want our, we want our paper clips back. Google now. me. Come get them then. Matter of fact, give me your address, Philip. I'll bring them to you. Steal no damn paper clips. I'm a Christian woman, and you got me on this phone cussing and fighting with you. I'm not fighting with you over no paper clips. What's your address, Philip? We're missing over 5,000 paper clips, and we need those. Now, you know what, what's your address? I'm going to bring your damn paper and paper clips to you. How about that? So, so, give me so your you, address. So you are. You you are guilty of using the paper, aren't you? We all use paper, Philip. I don't okay. steal. Which means, guess what? It's against the law, which means you, you have stolen something. If you have taken one paper clip, it's against the law. And we all got doggone paper clips back. You got pins in your car, Philip? That's a corporation? I bet you do. But I work for the company. I'm trying to run a business, so you stealing too. Give me your boss's number. You calling my damn phone talking about some pins and paper clips. You lost your Mind. Give me your address. I'll bring the pens and paper clips. You ain't got to come you, 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 you taking so many pens and so many paper clips, thousands I'm of rooms of paper. I'm trying to run a business. Don't call my phone with this. Okay. Talking about some paper clips. Give me your address. I'm, I'm going to say this to you now. I'm going to go ahead and what order the police to come what? over. I'm ordering what? the police to come and pick you up, okay? Because I'm trying to get the problem taken care of over the phone. Bring the police back. and you come with them. Come get it. I got something for your when you get here. Bring them. You calling me about some paper and paper clips. I've been gone from there for six months. You crazy. Ma'am, you have stolen paper clips from the company, and we want our paper no. clips back. Bring your over here. You want to get some damn paper clips, and I'm going to call my man so he can kick your over here if you want to. You want the address? You want the address, Philip? Come on. I'm a professional. I'm trying to run a business. I got to walk away from my customers and deal with some about some pens and papers. Are you and paper getting clips. And paper clips. Because you stole over 5,000 paper. You're a thief. And, and you also, you better be ready because you stole some stuff for Tommy. And he's been over here about it, too. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, Tommy. Tommy says you stole a bunch of his stuff. Listen, I don't know nobody named no dad. You don't know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? You don't know him? What you say? <laughs> I say, do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know him? <laughs> you, you gotta be kidding me.
<laughs> Your girlfriend, Dorothea, got me to prank phone call you. Ooh, I'm going to kick her. I'm, I'm going to get her right now. <laughs> I'm going to kick her. Calm down. You good? <laughs> you made me step in the back room on you. Ooh. Hey, let me ask you something, baby. What is the baddest, I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. Dorothea is on. <laughs> That goes out to everybody that has stolen something from their job. All of you taking paper pens and, of course, paper clips. And paper clips. And paper clips. Okay. It all adds up now. It all adds up. Hey, it's going down tonight, y'all. Friday night. Okay. Ready to love jumps off. Brand new season. Got a little twist for you. And I, as I always do, I keep them curveballs. But this twist is quality over quantity. Okay, all right, so we ain't worried about having a whole 10, 10, 10 men, 10 women. No, 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 no. We're talking about quality over quantity. So get ready. Ready to love. Jumps off tonight on the OWN Network. That's 9, 8 Central on OWN, hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. Can't wait. God has you. given me another season. Praise <laughs> <him>. <laughs> yes. Huntsville, Alabama, the nephew coming down there to act a doggone fool. Get ready. Tickets on sale right now. Ah, what's that? That's uh, Valentine's weekend as well as Super Bowl weekend. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, February 10th, 11th, and 12th, Huntsville, Alabama. Nephew, come to town. All right, Neff, thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letters, subject, a masterpiece without peace or a piece. Okay, we'll get into that right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could (laughs) be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Never know. It could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, a masterpiece without peace or a peace, okay? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm writing in for my 29-year-old brother in hopes you can help him out. He calls his girlfriend a masterpiece, and I have to agree that she's almost perfect and the prettiest girl he's ever dated. He fell in love for superficial reasons and has not taken the time to get to know her. His girlfriend works as a model and an Instagram influencer, and she makes great money. She's got a natural body and curly red hair with big, pretty eyes. She is a stunning woman, but she's turned my brother into a different man. He's been sleeping on my couch for a week because she put him out of his own house. He's a techie, so he makes great money, and uh, that's what attracted her. He's given her money for skin and teeth enhancement, so he helped create that masterpiece. Here recently, she stopped having sex with him and told him her body is a temple for her husband. And since he won't marry her, then he can't touch her. I agreed with her on that. So I'm in the middle of something that I have no business being in. My brother said there is no peace living with this woman. Her life is taking photos, going out to clubs and restaurants and traveling to make money. He's in love with the idea of her. And quite honestly, I think she's cheating on him. 
I want him to get a backbone and put her out of his house if she's that bad. Being the gentleman that he is, he said he can't just uproot her like that. He remains faithful to his masterpiece, but he can't even get a piece. One day he wants to break up with her, and another day he wants to buy a ring and ask her to marry him. I feel bad for him, but I want him off my couch. This woman has to hold on. This woman has a hold on him, so how can I make him help him make the right decision? Well, you can't. You can't. This really has nothing to do with you. Um, but he's your brother. You care what happens to him, and he's on your couch. So you are involved by default. But he, he's really not being a man in this situation. I mean, clearly, you said in the letter, he's in love with her. Your brother sprung on his so-called masterpiece girlfriend. Uh, I mean, who is this fine that they can make you leave your own house? Your own house that you pay the mortgage for. Hmm. Okay. Uh so in this case, not until he's had enough and can he stand up to her or catches her cheating like you think she is, um, will he be able to break up with her? I mean, it's just as simple as that because he's got it real bad. I mean, you said she's beautiful. She's got curves, big, pretty eyes, curly hair, all of that. Um, you know, as his sibling, you could shake things up and try putting him out of your house, which would force him to go back home. But please know that he'll be mad at you for a while and when he should be mad at his girl, the masterpiece. But again, he sprung. So I just wouldn't count on that. You know, try giving him a deadline of when he has to be out of the house and see what happens. I mean, he's a grown man. He's not your responsibility. I think you should let him figure this out in his own house. Steve? This boy, 29 years old, mm-hmm. 29, that ain't old enough, y'all. That ain't old enough to do all the things that I'm about to tell him he need to do. Because he's 29. And he can't believe <laughs> what has happened to him. This boy is so messed up because he calls his girlfriend a masterpiece. God, I don't think if y'all know what that is. And, but then this other woman says, and I, I damn near got to agree, because she almost perfect, prettiest girl he's ever dated. She damn near said prettiest girl she's ever seen. Damn near said that. He fell in love for superficial reasons and has not taken the time to get to know her. Now, that is all true. What he fell in love with, was I will share with you later on that love with the concept. Oh my God, look at her. Oh God. And she want me. Oh, <laughs> this is too much. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend works as a model, Instagram influence. She makes great money. She's got a natural body, curly red hair, big pretty eyes. Oh, oh, who ain't in? Who 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 ain't signing up for this? He 29. All of us on this radio show is older than that all the fellas. This description right here, 29, we signing up for that. Absolutely. We single. Mm-hmm. In like Flynn. She's a stunning woman, but she's turned my brother into a different man. He's been sleeping on my couch for a week because she put him out of his own house. He's a techie, so he makes great money, and that's what attracted her. Okay. 
So everybody's attractive for superficial reasons. He's giving her money for skin and teeth enhancements, so he helped create the masterpiece. Now, she says recently she stopped having sex with him and told him her body is a template for her husband. And since he won't marry her, then she can't, he can't touch her. And I agree with her on that. Now, whose side you on now? You on your brother's side or the girl's side? <laughs> so I'm in the middle of something that I have no business being in. Why are you in the middle of it? Because your brother is telling you this stuff. You know why he's telling you that? Because he got time to tell the story because he on your couch. We'll get into that when we come back. I have an answer for you. He's not going to do it, though. All right, Steve. We will have part two of Steve's response to today's strawberry letter. The subject is a masterpiece without peace or a piece. Steve's response, part two, coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, a masterpiece without peace or a piece. Well, this woman is writing for her 29-year-old brother that's falling in love with this masterpiece, supermodel, influencer, Instagram, pretty hair, pretty eyes, red, natural body, the prettiest girl he's ever dated. He didn't have some flowers, though, but this one right here topped the cake. She likes him because he's a tech and he make great money, and that's what attracted her. So both of them are attractive for superficial reasons. He's giving her money for skin, teeth enhancement, so he's helped create this masterpiece. Now, she didn't stop having sex with him because she said her body's a temple for her husband. And since he won't marry her, he can't touch her. The lady that wrote the letter said, I agree with her on that, so I'm in the middle of something I have no business being in. Well, you're really not in the middle of it. You allowed yourself to be drugged into the middle of it, but really not your business. This your brother's business. Now, I'm going to get to what the brother should do and you should do, but your brother's not going to do what I'm about to do because you got to be a little bit older to do what I'm about to tell you to do. And he's 29 and he's sprung. He's not going to be able to do it. She's too fine for him. She way too fine. My brother said there's no peace living with this woman. Her life is taking photos, going out to clubs, restaurants, and traveling to make money. He's in love with the idea of her and quite honestly, see right there, she said... He's in love with the idea of her. It's the concept. I got her. Everybody want her, but I got her. But what you have, dog, is nothing. Because you don't even like your life with her because it's taking photos, going to clubs and restaurants, traveling to make money. I want him to get a backbone and put her out of his house. If she's that bad, being the gentleman he is, he says he can't just uproot her like that. Now, here's the problem. You're saying that, and did I read the part in the letter about, he's been sleeping on my couch for a week mm-hmm. because she put him out of his own house. Now, that's interesting to me because there's more to this story than you're letting on to. She put him out the house. If y'all not sleeping together, he could just sleep on his own couch. I'm assuming that their house has a couch. That's one of the primary articles of furniture that you buy when you first move in. (laughs) Everybody want a couch. I don't hear nobody talking about an apartment without a couch. First thing you need is a bed. Right after that bed, you need a damn couch. You got to have somewhere to sit other than that bed. That couch normally is in front of a TV. 
this just in every house I've ever been in. If it's TV up on the wall, I can promise you the couch in front of it. If it ain't, something wrong. Ain't nobody just putting no TV on the wall, ain't got no couch. Now, why am I saying that? He got a couch at his house. Mm-hmm. Why he didn't just go sleep on the couch while they worked through this her body's a temple thing? Why did he get put out of his own house? That was her seeing how much power she had over him, and he gave it to her. Now he at your house. He remains faithful to his masterpiece, but he can't even get a piece. Then you say one day he wants to break up with her, the other day he wants to buy a ring and ask her to marry him. I feel bad for him, but I want him off my couch. Well, put him off your couch. If you put him off the couch, what are you going to do? You say he make good money. Go back and live on your own couch. See, him and her got to work this out. The woman has a hold on him, so how can I help him make the right decision? All right. Here's what you can say to your brother, or you can record my voice and play this back to your brother. First of all, I would tell your brother that he's sprung and he's in love with the concept of this supermodel Instagram influencer, fine chick with the red curly hair. That's got him all messed up. He's had a taste of the forbidden fruit and now she just snatched it away from him. He wants the fruit back. That's power. She handling her business, she controlling it. Now I would ask him, do you really want more of this life? Because if you marry this girl, this is the life you're going to get because she's not going to stop being who she is because she's making money. And she's not going to stop for you. She's not going to stop now, and she's not going to stop then. So you have to ask your brother, who one day wants to break up with her and another day wants to buy a ring, is this the life you really want? Do you want more of it? Because I have news for you, sir. Nothing changes after marriage. You have to understand this. Nothing changes after marriage. Everything that's wrong before the marriage will be magnified after the marriage. So all these problems you having right now, this don't touch me, this you go live over your sister house, this you get out, this I like clubbing, I like photos, I like traveling, I like money. All that's going to stay the same, going to stay the same. So young brother, here's what you have to do. You're going to have to muster the strength to play offense because right now you're on defense. First of all, I'm not leaving my house. I'm sleeping on this couch. I'm not going to touch you. Even though I want you dearly, I'm not going to touch you. But I'm 29 and I'm single. I'm going to touch somebody. (laughs) All right, Steve, thank you. He's not going to do none of that. He's not. (laughs) Because he's too in love. He's too sprung. All right, leave us your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, you know what time it is. Junior and sports talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, it is time now for Sports Talk. What you got? What you got? All right, Pimpin', it's time. <laughs> Championship Sunday. <laughs> okay, here I am. What's up, Tommy? What's happening, Pimpin'? What's up, Pimpin'? How you doing, man? Jay? Jay, what's going on, what's that, what's everybody? What's going on? I'm with you, Shirley. Hey, Y'all Pimpin'. Right? <laughs> ain't nothing. Carl ain't on the screen no more. What's up, girl, Mississippi? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what the look? What's, what's that? Say, hey. College shirt or something? <laughs> what that is? Your college shirt? What that say? I didn't go to college, baby. What is that? <laughs> Delta what? 
Delta Sigma thing. Oh, PMEs? Okay, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I didn't go to college. That's a nice shirt, though. Pimp, pimps don't know nothing about that. Be, be careful. No, pimps don't know nothing. Boosie will wear that one day if you ain't careful. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Junior. <laughs> you can put some chains on with it and be rocking that thing. Come on. Hey, right, right, man, we got championship Sunday, man. This is for all the marbles going to the big game. All right, Pimpin. Oh, this big... is to decide who go to the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Yeah. Ah, okay. Who we got, man? We got the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals, versus the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City, and it's going to be 47 degrees on Sunday. It don't matter. It's cold in Cincinnati, too, man. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I don't normally pull for the Bengals because they're in the same division as the Browns. Yeah. But I'm pulling for the Bengals. Oh, they wait ain't going to whoop Kansas City ass, though. You can yeah. believe that. <laughs> ain't oh, worried about Mahomes oh, no. I'm nobody. pulling. Uh, hey, hey, hey. You seen Mahomes 13 seconds. He scored 1,300 points in 13 <laughs> seconds. Who is this dude? Who, who scored him many no times with 13 seconds, man? <laughs> this dude right here. He okay. everything. I can't pull it. Mahomes going back to the Super Bowl, man. <laughs> it is. The 49ers versus Los Angeles Rams in Los Angeles. California. Man, baby. two Cali teams. Ain't that that's crazy, man. I show yeah. like Odell Beckham. I like Stafford. I like all them boys. It damn San Francisco though, man. Yeah. But I'ma mm. tell you what, that Von Miller coming off that edge and that Aaron Donald. Yeah. Woo! Garoppolo gonna have to get on a horse, man, because they're gonna be coming. <laughs> I think in the Super Bowl, man, yeah, it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs versus mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Rams, man. There it is. There it is. We're going to have a Chiefs and Rams Super Bowl. There Let's see what happens, man. man. This might be the one. All right. Man, I don't feel good about nothing I said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Junior. Thank you, Pimpin. Coming Hell up at the no. top of the hour, <laughs> we'll play a round of comedy roulette right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for our comedians to shine with Comedy Roulette. Jay, break it down real quick for us, please. Here's how it goes, Shirley. You take three subjects, put them on the wheel, spun the wheel. Where it stops, we'll do the damn thing. All right. (laughs) Here are the subjects. (laughs) (laughs) Things people say before you get in their raggedy car, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> things people say when they lose a fight. Okay. Yes. And things people say about a janky funeral. Let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like all of those. <laughs> yeah, either one. Huh? Oh, oh, it's stopped oh. at number one. Things people say. <laughs> Before you get into their raggedy car, Jay. <laughs> Here we go. All right, it ain't gonna be that loud once we drive about 45 minutes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Things people say before you get in their raggedy car. <laughs> Come on, Junior. Man, let's just pray before we get in here. <laughs> Things people say <laughs> before you get in their raggedy car, nephew. Uh, now, if you don't want to fall out, make sure you put that coat hanger on that doorknob. Put that coat hanger on there. What? 
I'm just saying now that, that you don't want to fall out of there now. <laughs> Things people say before you get in their car, Steve Harvey. Look, just climb in the window, man. <laughs> That's how you get in. <laughs> I can't open the door. Yeah, yeah. Just just climb, climb in. in the window, man. <laughs> Comedy roulette. Things people say before you get in their raggedy car. Jay. Now it leaks gas, so I need you to hold this tank of gas till we get where we go in case we run out. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I smoke. <laughs> before you get in their raggedy car, Junior. Listen to me, man. All I need you to do is make sure that plastic don't come off that back window while I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got Play to do, your though. position. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Things people say before you get in their raggedy car, nephew. Listen, this car do not make left turns, so we got to know where we going. We got to know where we going. Get your GPS, Tom. We making rights everywhere we go, right. All the way. Things people say before you get in their raggedy car, Steve. We ain't going to be able to stop at all the lights. <laughs> Some of them put that off. What? Wait. Wait a minute, dog. What? We ain't gonna be able to stop at all the lights, dog. I'm just telling you that right now. Okay. The brakes ain't gonna catch on all of them. (laughs) Things people say before you get in their raggedy car, Jay. Okay, you can sit there and cuss all night long, or you can get your ass out and push. We ain't going nowhere till you push, okay? We ain't going nowhere. Things people say before you get in their raggedy car, Junior. Listen to me, man. Listen to me. I need you to ride backwards so you can tell me when I can get over. Okay? What? I just need you to ride backwards. You see the traffic coming. Let me know when I'm clear. That's all I need to know. Things people say before you get in their raggedy car, nephew. Listen, if you move that flow mat, you're going to be looking at the street. You're going to be looking at the street if you move that flow mat. You hear me? Okay. I'm just telling you. All right. Close it out, Steve. Things people say before you get in their raggedy car. Man, I don't want you to trip, but in about five minutes, gonna get real smoky in here. <laughs> gonna be real smoky in here. <laughs> we ain't gonna be able to see a damn thing. <laughs> and when you get out, man, you gonna smell like carbon. Uh, <laughs> carbon. Know that. Uh, Put this mask smell on. Smell like carbon when you get out. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> Five minutes. That, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is comedy roulette from our comedians. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Coming uh-huh. up in 20 minutes <laughs> after the hour, we're going to tell you how to enter for a chance to win $2,500 gift card. It is compliments of Butter Skin Care right after this. Butter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, listen up, Steve Harvey Nation. Drum roll, please. We are doing a butter sweepstakes this week, okay? You can enter for a chance to win a grand prize shopping spree with a $2,500 Macy's gift card. That's right, I said $2,500 Macy's gift card or one of 10 first prizes of a butter three-piece customizable kit. Butter products are designed to gently cleanse, brighten, and moisturize skin daily and formulated especially for melanin-rich complexions and all skin types. 
Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. Everyone needs a little butter, baby. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. You know, earlier this week, we had Butter Skincare's founder and CEO. I think it was on Tuesday's show. Uh, this is a Black-owned business that caters to the needs of our melanin-rich skin tones. And during the winter, guys, it is good to exfoliate those beautiful bald heads and keep them moisturized with butter. Who would make a bald head right? I just want you to know. All you bald heads out there, <laughs> put a little butter on it. <laughs> B-U-T-T-A-H, butter. That's right. Nice. All the men on the show are, are bald except Junior. I'm on my way. He's on the way. He'll be here shortly. Junior. Yeah. Said, I'll be there in a minute. Yeah. 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 We, we just waiting to pick him up yeah. in the ride. That's yeah. all. Yeah. You really there, dog. I hate you. Yeah, just just facing right. it is hard. It takes two years to face it. Coming up in 33 minutes after, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for another round of Would You Rather. Ready? Here we go. Would you rather make love for 10 minutes, three days a week, or have a quickie every day? I want that quickie. Well, they both every every day? About the, about the same damn time. Yeah. yeah. Every day, though. Yeah, I'm good with every day. Yeah, yeah every day. No, it ain't. And you know it ain't. Y'all shut them down. Y'all look good. Right now. <laughs> what about your partner? What about your wife? <laughs> better get on course for where we going. Was. But y'all can quit talking about the quickest 10 minutes. Y'all can shut that down. Y'all no, no, no. Would you rather make love for 10 minutes three days a week or just have a quickie every day? That is a quickie. Uh, I take the three days a week. Man, please. What's a quickie then, um? What's a quick? How long? Right quick. You know what a quickie is. <laughs> it take you no damn 10 minutes. Shut ten, up. 10 minutes is long for a quickie. <laughs> Jay, you're awfully quiet. I'm just saying I got all of that going right now. Quickies and... <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> In 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm, I'm marking down both of those, so yeah. That's my life. <laughs> all right. All you golfers, would you rather wear short shorts to play golf? Me. Short, short shorts. Or would you rather play golf shirtless? Shirtless? Uh-huh. Shirtless. Why would you can't be out there too long? Weird. Too long for shirtless. Would you rather? Can't be out there shirtless. What do you mean by short course? shorts? You know, like booty shorts, like short shorts. Oh man, I got to play another sport. I can't go. I can't go out here. I'm gonna have to give up golf. But you <laughs> love golf. That's <laughs> it. Daisy Dukes or no up. shirt. If either one of them. Some Daisy either, either one of them is the option. I got to give up golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure you'd pick. Be out here, no damn Steve. speedos. <laughs> no way in the hell. You know how many memes I'll be? <laughs> Who's that in the woods? Shirtless. Who's that in the woods looking for their ball? What about shirtless? Man, let me tell you something. You can't be, you can't be, you don't understand how you look when you're in a golfing stance. Mm-hmm. To look good in a golfing stance, you have to be in superior shape. Because okay. you're crunching your body. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna look right. I don't look good in a shirt when I set up to the golf ball. I know good in here. Well, you take this shirt off right now. I'm gonna lose. I lose my fan base. 
<laughs> Not your total. F- <laughs> Man, your fans yeah, are gone. <laughs> all this work out and been on Fashion Bomb daily and all this shit. All that, they take all them pictures down. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you. Coming up. It is our last break of the day on this Friday, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey, our fearless leader at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are on this Friday and the week, our last break right here. This is it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Get it out. Break of the day, yes. Get it out if you have something. We're headed to February, baby. Mm Mm-hmm. One down, wow. 11 to go in this year. Man, this year is flying by. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Off the What's chain. the this... date, though? What is this, the 28th? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. 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 Yes, sir. Yeah. 2028. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. 28th, buddy. Yeah, this month went by here. fast. Mm-hmm. We're time for some black history, man. So, it's time for some black so history. I, I have a question for everybody. Do you okay. think we're going to get past this pan- pandemic or this COVID? No. This, or it's going to be around forever no. or for a while? No, I think it's going to be around for a very, very long time. Unless they mm. come up with, with a cure for it. Yeah. A mm. cure. These pills they're talking about. How's that looking? I ain't heard nothing about that. But that's yeah. just therapeutic. That'll probably be if you have it like, you know, like Tamiflu. You take the pill. Yeah. Yeah. And then that doesn't stop you from ever getting the flu, mm-hmm. though. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I guess when everybody I don't gets see, it. I, you know, and yeah. they keep switching the variants and all this here. I don't know what's happening, but I, you know, and then, then you got people that don't want to get vaccinated. And it's, how? You they don't want to and don't want to wear masks. They don't want to do that either. Oh, I got, man. You got it people just, don't want to wear masks. You got people don't want to get vaccinated. You got people yeah. walking around asymptomatic, giving it mm-hmm. to people who are not going to be asymptomatic. Right. Mm-hmm. Because of just, you know, you don't want to wear masks out of the freedom. I don't want to wear You got all these Karens in these stores and coffee shops fighting to stand around in there without a mask. And you got to wear a mask and stuff. It's just too much ignorant, man. It's too much All these Karens is getting here. their ass whooped, though. I don't, I don't know one Karen that won. They, all of them are pretty much getting their ass whooped. Because no, you asked for it. See, you've right. been a Karen yeah. your entire life. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's gone right. well. Now you have mm-hmm. uh you you have some stupidity to attach it to and you got some people that's fed up. Yeah. Like yeah. I was watching oh, surely I started watching Yellowstone, right? Oh, Kevin oh. Costner, yeah. You like it? And uh-huh. uh Yeah, 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 I love it. Ooh. And this guy's getting in a fight. And the guy that was threatening him, he told him, he said what I've heard many black dudes say. Uh-huh. Hey man, today ain't today. I'm just Mm-mm. telling you. <laughs> Today ain't the day. He told him. Before, when he first grabbed his arm, he said, hey, man, today ain't the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This dude's wife didn't left him. Oh, yeah. No, she didn't told him he can't see his son no more. And here you come and you grab. He said, today ain't the day. <laughs> and that's what's happening with a lot of these cans. You run up into these people mm-hmm. where today ain't today. Today's not today. We're, going, we're no. dealing with enough. But I always, always wonder, yes. once you get your ass whooped from not wearing a mask, does that make you wear a mask or does it really make you oh, think yeah. about it? You yeah. Think about it? yeah, you yeah. put some masks oh, on Oh, you right definitely away. get you some masks then. 
Yeah. Get to getting that mask. So you get your ass whooped, you start telling other people, put your mask on. Yeah. Put your mask on. Oh, now you on the campaign? It's yeah. a movement. You campaign. It's a movement now. Where, where mask or ass? Mask. Which one you want? Work your mask. Yeah. Work your mask. Work your mask. Work your mask, right? Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah we gotta do that, and we still have to wash our hands and and keep all that hygiene and yeah. stuff that we're supposed. We have to do that all, you know. We still. But you know how to... nasty we was before this. We were pretty nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. We it was head. pretty nasty, but you go to the restaurant, remember? And they out of paper towels. They have no more paper towels. People are washing their hands. Back in the day, <laughs> nobody washed their hands. <laughs> I couldn't oh. understand how we ran out of toilet tissue. What does COVID have to do with this toilet? Because <laughs> you're going to be at home. Yeah. And you don't want to run out. You're not using the company we paper. We're home and not at work using the restroom. That's what it is, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I saw an article where they were talking about buffets. And this guy said, uh-huh. what were we thinking? Yeah. Eating food yeah. over, over a thing that had a sneeze guard already there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Why? Are we, ugh, the stuff we did before COVID. directly off the buffet. Yes. That's the one thing I do not do. Yes. I do not. Because y'all know all the times we used to go to Vegas and everything. Right. Somebody worked with us. Their favorite thing was buffets. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's trying to get everybody to go to buffet with him. I never went to the buffet. Man, you need, this buffet is great. I don't go to buffets, man. That's something I still don't do. And when I go to restaurants, I go on, like, golf trips, and they have, like, buffet servings that morning. Mm-hmm. That's not for me. Bring me a menu, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring you me a menu. do a la carte. But, sorry, the buffet. <laughs> the buffet is only $9.99. You get all this. I don't want all that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just want what yeah. I want. Just be honest bu- with yourself. <laughs> the buffet is dirty, okay? <laughs> the buffet is dirty. You know I don't else? want all that. I go also ahead, read Sean. that... Um, Plastic surgeon. A lot of people are, are getting things done with plastic sur- and uh, plastic surgery because they're on Zoom and they see themselves and they want to get things changed. And and honestly, it's true for me anyway because that's what made me get Invisalign. Because <laughs> I have these Invisaligns now, which I hate by the way, but I have them because I was on Zoom and I don't know. I didn't you like see the way your my imperfections? teeth looked. I didn't, mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like the way my teeth looked. And, you know, we're all teeth people on this show. And I was like. I've been trying to figure out where to put this camera for this Zoom so my nose don't look at <laughs> What you come up with? You I have a considered plastic surgery. I put it. I can put it up. See, watch this here. Watch this here. I'm going to put it. Watch it. I tried this angle right here. Whoa. Whoa, chemo sabi. You strong right there. angle right there. Look at that thing right there. But see, you now, haven't Tommy, considered... See, sure, Tommy, Tommy, do yourself a favor. Show your side view. Screenshot. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all have a great day, man. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. We'll see y'all Monday morning. Y'all stay in peace now. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 